High Vibe Nation is live. Welcome to the High Vibe Nation, where we have set out to raise the vibration of every human being on the planet. Your hosts on this journey are Sherry Gideons. So let's join them now in their current interview with a high vibing individual. Hello and welcome to the High Vibe Nation, the number one positive media show focused on raising the vibe of the planet, a space for you to remember the power within you. It's a love revolution. My, my name is Sherry Gideons and I'm the host for the show and we have a special guest today and his name is Dr. Ken Rochin Jr., a Renaissance man, a humanitarian, and an accomplished serial entrepreneur who's established in so many areas of success with the Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, and Absolute Entertainment. He is a social proof celebrity event photographer, international keynote speaker, and published author of 27 plus books. He is a co-founder of the nonprofit organization, The Keep Smiling Movement, and previous honoree as America's most influential business connector and entrepreneur of the year. His focus is supporting and promoting great leaders, authors, and speakers, and he helps businesses grow using amplification strategies in their event and product campaigns. Oh my gosh, Welcome to the show, Dr. Ken Rochin Jr. Hello. How Good. How are you doing? Such a pleasure to connect with you again. It's been a little while. Yeah, last time I think was at Secret Knock with a photo shoot, and you look like you're uh, just as young as you were then. And in heaven, are you in heaven? It looks like clouds behind you. I am. I'm in heaven every day. That well, you know why? Because I choose to align with that your organization greater smiling, greater happiness, greater joy. And it's a choice. It is a choice. Yeah. And it's amazing. Some people don't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's really what I want to share, you know, with who you are and what you do today on our discussion. But I always have one question that I ask people at the beginning of the show. And that is, what does it mean to be high vibe to you? I think it means to actually be living your ultimate energy level. That's mm -hmm. probably the best answer. I think when you're in a low energy mode, you're actually not serving yourself. So you're not going to be living um, to your highest potential. You're not going to attract what you want to attract. So high vibe means putting out the highest energy so you can attract the highest energy. Yeah, absolutely. And I wish so many more people understood that, that, you know, we're always told to live in the now and to be in the now. But if we could only understand that it's the feelings and the thoughts that we're attached to in the moment that we give power to. And when we put that out, we get, you know, who we are. We bring back into our moments who we truly are. Yeah. And, I, you know, there's a lot to be said for the people that are with the high vibe that they are special because they are putting out that high energy and people that aren't doing it as, as we said, it's a choice that they're not doing it, but they also make it um, the ordinary ordinary. So <laughs> I'm yeah. always happy. I'm always happy to meet people that are living high energy. And, and by the way, you don't have to compete as much. If you're high energy, you actually really show up. That's the beautiful thing. 
Yeah. And it's so much of it. It's about being yourself. And that's why I want to move into this amazing discussion, you know, about keep smiling and the whole smiling movement. And so tell us, you know, based on the subject for today, success and abundance is measured by your SPH smiles per hour. Tell us where that came from. And what's that? What is that about? Well, I am a scientist. Uh, I have been studying just data and correlations between, and I love psychology. So I, I've always been able to study people with regard to what makes them actually click or engage or convert. And I have noticed that people that have the most smiles are typically having two things happen in their life. One, they're living a life of joy. So that's the first bonus by itself. I mean, how could you not be happy with just that result? But the other thing is they typically have a correlation to abundance. Now, abundance, as you know, Sherry, doesn't always mean how much money you have in the bank. It means that you have more than you need. Mm -hmm. And I, I say that from a standpoint, we're not talking about having a million in the bank and being miserable. We're talking about having everything you want because you're attracting it. And your SPH dictates how happy you are and how much abundance you have. And I, I haven't seen anything that indicates this is not a correlation. Let me just say right off the get-go, I completely and absolutely believe in that. Because as you know, I've had two near-death experiences. And it was those experiences that gave me great insight to my purpose, why I'm here, what I'm meant to share. But not only that, I didn't realize in the beginning that it required me to let go of all those habits and ways of being that were the cause of my unhappiness and my struggle and my setback. And so when we, you know, like I said earlier, choose more about living in today from that place of awareness, um, my goodness, just like you said, abundance is everywhere present and more of that shows up in our lives. But even more, you know what I, what I always say, what if, and I mean, this may sound airy fairy, but what if, there was only good. What if we realized we were so powerful that we could choose only good and that, you know, more of that automatically just shows up and we can move through today, you know, completely playing full out. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go back to that SPH for a second, because I do yeah, want to add a couple other points to this. One is imagine you're hiring somebody and the first person you interview uh, their their SPH is five, and that means mm -hmm. they, they smiled five times during that hour that you were interviewing them, or two or three times during a half hour, whatever it was. Um, but uh, person number five smiled 25 times. Really? They came in smiling. I mean, you already want that person working for you, even if they're not as qualified, because they're going to make people happy, and that's actually what <laughs> the job is about. If you can make your clients happy, they're going to write reviews. They're going to uh, say... They, they love the company. They're going to refer the company. So it's funny, but that SPH will actually be probably the one of the best resume builders is that you have all these testimonials because you make people happy. Mm. Gosh, so true. And so, you know, touch a little bit more for me on how did you come up with this idea of SPH? I mean, where did that come from? Well, I was doing a book called The Science of Smiles. And one of the uh, topics that came up in the chapters was how many times does a child smile versus an adult? And the, the, the speculation or some of the studies showed that kids smile like 350 to 400 times a day. And adults were about 10% of that. Now, of course, people like you and me, we live like kids. So we're in the hundreds of times and we're having, you know, if you're having the time of your life, you're acting like a kid, quite frankly. And 
kids, uh, I was thinking about it. Why would kids smile 10 times more than adults? And what I came up with, and this is just a hypothesis, is that people start taking life more and more and more serious, and they get more and more stressed about that seriousness. So they stop allowing themselves to be happy and smile and just um, be in a state of joy. And, you know, I have problems just like everyone else. There's nothing that I'm saying about these smiles. What I'm saying is that if you have a problem, let's say you have to come up with um, something pretty big. Let's say like you have to come up with $10,000 because you have a problem. And $10,000 for the average person is a bit of money. So you could be all of a sudden super miserable and say, wow, this sucks. And you still have to come up with $10,000. Or you could be in joy and you're going to be creative and you're going to come up with ideas on how to come up with that 10000 and you still had to come up with a 10,000. There was no difference in the task. And you made it 10 times harder probably by not choosing an SPH of, let's just call it 100%. 100% SPH is you have conversation with people and say, hey, this is what I'm up to. Give me ideas. And then all of a sudden you're enrolling people, you're collaborating with people. And I, the reason I say this is in December, I had to come up with that figure. And mm -hmm. it came up. It came up. And uh, I was blown away. But that's why SPH is so vital. Oh my God, I love this conversation you're sharing because that's truly the way that it works. And I believe the quality of questions you ask yourself determines the quality of life you live. And as you said, when we get out of the way of the how, the how is infinite. And right. so, you know, there could be a million infinite avenues, channels and opportunities for the how, but just like you said, it sounds like what you did is you let go of the attachment of the how. And it yes. Up. Well, I have this new book called Diagrams coming out. Uh, it, it, I think it's coming out like in a week. And it has a, a, one of the diagrams is about why worry. So it's called the why worry diagram. And, it, and the first question to ask is, do you have a problem? And if you don't have a problem, it says, then why worry? Hmm. And then it says, if you do have a problem, can you do anything about it? And if the answer is no, then why worry? Hmm. And if you cannot, and if you can do something about it, then it says, why worry? So in other words, there's not one channel or path you're taking that causes worry to be part of the solution. Not one. Wow. So obviously this book came up as a result of your own life's experience and learning more about this in yourself. Yes, but it also came about because of my son. I, I wish I had had a diagram book that showed me how life works. And so um, I do have a prototype. I mean, if it's not too rude to step behind my banner here and get it real wow. quick, I'll, I'll get it. Just one second. I love it. Go right ahead. So the, the prototype's here. And here's the good news. Anybody uh, that knows me knows if I show a book, it's available for free as an ebook. So this is the cover. Wow. And this is actually just to show off the, here it is. Oh my gosh. This is awesome. And I'm a visual person, by the way. Well, and my son and all children and obviously creative types love visuals. So I'll show you, um, I'll show you one of my favorites in here. It's the verse one. It's now this is the prototype that has one little thing that needs to be explained still, but can you see this? Yes. Okay. So life is about, are you living in abundance or scarcity? If your expenses exceed your income, then you're living in probably scarcity. If your uh, income exceeds your expenses, then you're probably living in abundance. My point is that's also a choice. Mm -hmm. So if you make $100 a day or $50 a day, if you're spending more than that, you are asking to be in a mindset of scarcity because you will not have enough. 
Mm-hmm. So just interesting ways of looking. And if you want to live in abundance and attract more. So it's not just that you're making that much. You can actually say, my expenses are this. I'm going to make twice as much and, and live in abundance. Do you think you need to get clear and specific about that? I think you do. Very much so. Yes. Uh, the, the clearer you are with it, the more you're going to actually attract that type of clarity. However, don't limit yourself. That's the, the danger of getting clear is say, what if it could, what if I could be more powerful? What if that number was bigger? How would that look to actually create um, 200 a day or three? I uh, went through something called uh, Landmark. I did something with uh, Tony Robbins first, but then I went through Landmark and I was blown away that the ability to listen and truly hear somebody allowed me to transcend what I thought was the max you could make as a DJ. I thought you could only make 10,000 a month. I got back from Landmark and I was making 22,000 a month like that. And I'm talking about sales, I'm talking about sales. So I was only able to close between nine and 10,000 a month. And I was like, that's that's the four minute mile. That's as far as you can go. And when I came back, I couldn't wait to meet clients. I met clients and I, and I was just having the best time meeting clients and hearing them and saying, I, this is awesome. And they were like, oh my gosh, I want to book you. And I, I moved my rates up a little bit, but it wasn't like a doubling factor. And it was just, it was so easy to talk and close and accomplish what I needed to, which was to please them, hap- make them happy and know that they got value. So that. that's, that's why the clarity thing, you need to be careful about that because you're probably, I would say 10 times more powerful than you think you are. That's mm-hmm. just, that's just kind of a guess off the, cause I don't think we've even, we're every time I, I double triple or even go 10 times more than what I think we can do. We have surprisingly come close to that 10 times factor. For instance, I want to do 100 books in one year, these key smiling books. Yep. And uh, we ended up with 140. So that was way over the Richter scale. And then this year, I'm trying to do 1,000. Don't ask me how I'm going to get 1,000. But uh, you, did you hear about this book? We invited you into this book right here. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I did. And so, I, I did. And I, I absolutely am so excited about and, it. And, and that's you see what this my next question. Yeah, that I mean, this is what our books look look like normally. Holy moly! <laughs> so this is a fun. So this is this wow. is uh, eight hundred pages, and we're making twelve of them, and they're called yeah. Dose of Hope. Dose of Hope is for uh, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins, which are obviously God's gift to us for being excited, for anticipating uh, winning, and for just playing big. I mean, just love is is uh, is a way of getting dopamine, oxytocin. So all these chemicals help your SPH. Oh my God. So true. Because when I had my trip to the other side, people asked me, what's the experience like? Well, it's love beyond human understanding. It's, it's that united oneness with everything that exists. I have a little uh, hack and trick that uh, people can do to get their SPH up. So um, I was, I was intrigued that how the brain works, because if your brain says you're happy, it sends a signal to the muscles in your face to smile, obviously, right? Yep. But what's weird is if you're not happy and you practice smiling, your brain gets confused and says, I must be happy. And so mm-hmm. it kicks in <laughs> all those beautiful chemicals. So it cycles in, in, it's a beautiful recycling system. The more you smile, the happier you are, the happier you are, the more you smile. Oh my God, so powerful. You would absolutely love my business partner, Dr. Jeffrey Fannin, because he's a neurologist. You know, he's basically a brain scientist. Like Awesome. Yourself. Well, then he's definitely going to be in a dose of hope. Yeah. Yeah, he has to be because, you know, it's so funny because when I was writing my story and I was just thinking about the things that I've been through to, you know, be smiling like I am with you right here mm-hmm. and right now, it's a sense of awareness that I've developed that muscle 
Right. And, and, and it's from that space that I just connect and align with it. But you know what my kids said to me? Tell they me. said to me, they said, mother is extra. <laughs> extra. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, uh, this book, as big as it is, uh, I had a couple people tell me that it was a little daunting. I said, can you tell me if you were to have um, a bunch of happy pills next to you and let's say it was thousands of them, wouldn't you be happy that you just took one of them and made you happy? This is, I mean, that's why it's called a dose. You just read six or eight pages and you can read any one of them and it's someone's story. And um, I know that uh, Andrea's chapter's in there. I know uh, Frank Shankowitz's uh, chapter's yeah. in here. Um, and the ebook is already, two th uh, the ebook is 2,000 pages. And if you see someone's name, i.e. like your name, Sherry, you yes. just hit the name, it takes you right to the chapter. Oh, is that so, right? Yeah, and then of course the the printed books tell you where what chapter or what page numbers are. But we have uh, William Paul Young who wrote the Shack. He's one of the contributing authors. So we got some really huge players that are giving a dose of hope to humanity. Oh my God! And so tell us a little bit about how Dose of Hope came about. Well, that was uh, I guess the prede uh, the predecessor to the SPH. It was what would a TED Talk look like? that allows people to actually understand they can choose a life they love. And I said, mm -hmm. you know what? Everyone I've ever met that's happy, they were persistent and unstoppable in creating who they were. They, they, they didn't say, oh, this is too tough. I'm quitting. They just kept going until they got to be the who they wanted to be. And the more effort you put into it, let's say you put 10,000 hours or 20,000 or 30 or some obscene amount, of, the more time you put into it, the more your commitment is that you'd want it to matter and make a difference. So your purpose becomes more aligned, your why becomes more understood, more clear, but most importantly, your integrity to how you administer who you are to the world, like mm -hmm. how you create abundance for the people that hire you, how you solve problems for people, whether it's uh, in volunteer or service or you're charging for it, and then you inspire hope because you're, you overcame everything to become the who you wanted to be. For instance, you, Sherry, you had to overcome two death experiences. Yeah. And if you didn't overcome them, we're not talking today and you're not who you are right now. You are a different type of person mm -hmm. and, and you decided to overcome them with power. And that's why you're sitting here like this. And that's why we want your story in here, because there are people that have gone through something like what you went through and they don't know it's possible. They read your dose of hope and they say, wow, okay, I can do it. There's a chance. If Sherry did it, I can do it. And then what happens is you have someone that loves you because you gave them life and hope. And there really is a correlation between hope and love and life. It's, it's all connected. So true. I, you know, in 2011, I toasted the new year with Oprah Winfrey. And one of the things that she said that, that was a seed that was planted in me is this, that she said she stopped worrying about what everybody thought. And she stopped trying to convince people of love and hope and laughter and all of that. Mm -hmm. But yep. what she did was, is, is that she continued to plant the seeds to speak it, you know, to people, through people. And she said what happened was, is she realized, I'm just going to move forward on my journey and words are never forgotten. So when that person's ready in themselves, they'll hear the conversation you and I are talking about today. Exactly, exactly. Um, I'm doing a new children's book and I'm really excited about it. It doesn't come out until September, but it's called Celebrating Today. And if you think about when you start your day and you think about what you're up to, it does change how your day actually comes together. Celebrating a day is way different than going into a day or just living a day or getting through a day. So that's what I think the Dose of Hope is about is celebrating life. 
Well, you know, that's why we're having this conversation today, because you're just speaking life back into me of all the things that I truly love and connect with. And, and that's why, you know, we're friends and reconnecting and having this conversation, because, I mean, really, isn't that all there is, is today, the moment? It is. It is. And uh, as I said, if I hold a book up, people can have it for free. We expect to have 10 million downloads of this bad boy. 10 million. Do you know why? Why? You have a lot of friends, don't you, Sherry? Yep, I sure and you, do. And you, and you have an email, and you have social media. I mean, you could literally have twenty to 50,000 of these books um, dispersed over a year's time. It, it mm -hmm. goes actually pretty quickly. Um, when we do a book like this, which is the legacy book, these are all people that have done a book, and you see their book is next to them. Yes. So all these people have a nice book next to them. Every one of these people just telling 100 people, this book gets downloaded 10,000 times, just this book here. Now, the average person here is an influencer of probably 50,000 people. So do the math on that. That gets pretty crazy. So yes. we're excited that this can actually shift the planet. And if you think about if you think about a dance floor or an event, there are some people that will dance no matter what the music is. And there's some people that will never dance no matter what the music is. But the middle, which is what I'm trying to focus on, is the needle mover. When they see and feel that the mood is right, that the, they, they, they're seeing everyone's going on. They just want to be part of the fun and the action. Well, I think that's what positivity and hope is. I think when there's not enough hope, people become hopeless and they slide into the bad zone. But if they see that there's enough people that are rooting for them, and you know, it only takes one person, just one person, not a leader, not an author, not a speaker, just one person to believe in a kid and they have a 96% chance of graduating. Just that one person. Isn't that, isn't that cool? Mentorship. That is way cool. And and, and even like what you just, you know, the metaphor you just used, the description of that, you know, recently I was at an event here in Scottsdale and I got out there because I was so happy, like what you're describing and so connected. I got out there and I went, whoa, let's go. <laughs> you know, in the middle, nobody else is out there on the floor. And then all of a sudden people start doing it too. Yep. You got it. Yeah. You were the catalyst. You were the catalyst of energy. I remember when we were at Secret Knock and you were using the hula hoop and you were <laughs> just having the time of your life. And we got, I mean, those photos were effortless to capture joy. Yeah. Oh my God. And what a photographer you are. I mean, honestly, I was just looking at some of the pictures you took of me recently and how you captured my eyes, how you brought the light out in my eyes. And even people still comment on those pictures with Bob Proctor that you took today. Yep. Well, we have to do a reunion. We have to come out to Scottsdale and get some, uh, you know, your, your chapter in Dose of Hope can be re-utilized, uh, repurposed. And it, it could be like a women empowerment book, or it could be uh, Leaders of Scottsdale. So there's any choice. In fact, Cherry, if you want to shave your head, we even have bald, beautiful, and bold leaders that smile. Are you serious? I'm serious. I don't know if I have it handy, but this is a doctor, doctor version. These are all people that are doctors. These are all people that have their book on Amazon. But I do have, I'll, I'll make sure I get you uh, one of, oh, here's one's just veterans. So it's, it's just whatever purpose you want. But we have one called Bald, Beautiful, and Bold, and it is a funny book because it's all these leaders I saw on stages, men and women, that I said, hey, they're bald. I'm making a book of bald. <laughs> I freaking love it. You know, my daughter would have loved that book when my daughter had cancer several years ago, and she was it was she was horrified to lose all her hair. But mm -hmm. what she discovered through the journey was about that led her into appreciating who she truly was and that she wasn't her hair. 
Yep. There's a woman out here in Maryland who wrote a, did a documentary, I'm More Than My Hair, because she was doing this for uh, women that either couldn't grow hair or um, had cancer, whatever the reason. They didn't, she wanted them to feel powerful that they were more than their hair. And she did a gorgeous documentary. Wow. My gosh. So, you know, usually I'll ask this at the end, but I would love, how can our audience members and, and listeners get these books you're talking about? Well, they can go to the Key Smiling Movement on uh, Facebook, or they can go to our website. And if they, golly gee, I know that you have a wonderful audience, so I will give my digits. So um, my digits are 202-701-0911. And if you text, you there is a requirement if you text me, though. You have to put your name, your email address, but you have to take a selfie showing me that you're a smiler. You have to, you have to give me an SPH. <laughs> and picture yeah selfie just with a smile and by the way anyone that wants to be in our book we have a book called the mega the mega edition and it's called humanity happens it's got 2700 photos in it right now it's one photo per page and that's a free ebook too that's free can you imagine every place that we've been to secret knock um cervex uh TED Talks. I mean, wherever we've been, we get photos of the leaders and we put them in this book and it's got 2,700 photos, Sherry. And I believe you're in that book as well. You type in Sherry and it'll take you right to the page. Like Gideon would probably be like page like 800. You'd be like on page 800 in that book. Is that crazy? And, oh, God. and all these smiles just make you smile. They make you feel happy. But all those people you can connect with, they're, they're easy and approachable. Any of them you'd want to have to dinner at your house, they're all awesome people. So that's the filter is that we see them on stage, we feel moved and we say, I would like, so anyone that is uh, listening to this and they are um, a testament and a statement of positivity, if you can get a photo holding just a business card, just a business card and smile with all your heart, professional uh, photographer and send it to us, we'll put you in the book. It has to be a professional photo. That's the only requirement we have. It has to be a raw photo and then we'll make it look really beautiful. We'll do post-production and we'll put you in a book and you'll be on Amazon. That's that easy. Oh, I love it. I love it. So what is the purpose of gathering all these stories? I mean, you've talked a lot about it here, but my goodness, you have come up with some amazing ideas to really move the needle with people all around. Well, I'll tell you, that is the, that is the great question. I wish more people asked. That is a beautiful question, Sherry. And it is, it's very, um, it's very convoluted. I'll be as brief as possible. My mom passed of uh, Alzheimer's in 2008, and I watched one more person I love leave this planet without downloading their heart or their mind. And so all her stories went with her. And so within one year, it was 13 months to the day that she passed, I got my book out, my very first book out called The Perfect Networker, How to Succeed One Connection at a Time. It just meant that when you connect with somebody, how are you making that connection more valuable than just a business card exchange or just a conversation that you're actually contributing to their life? And I wrote this book. It was a financial flop. It was horrible uh, as far as business, but it gave me the confidence to do it again. And I said, I'm going to do it right this time. And so, you know, 33 books later, I know how to get a book out. I know how to get a book to move. But most importantly, I know how to have a book attract customers and abundance and conversations and opportunities. So my commitment to getting all these stories is that there's beautiful people in the world that maybe are on stage, but they never share their heart. They just share their, their competency, their skill set. And these people actually have wonderful stories. And when I heard them, I said, you know what? That's the best ticket to actually connect with customers is let them know you're a human. Let them know that 
you you fought for your place in the, this in the earth you fought for your place on that stage and that you're committed to people because it's your integrity you're not just good at what you do you won't stop until you take care of somebody and i said that's going to be more convertible than anything else you could ever do is share your heart so these are people that actually have called me to, told me emailed me and said i've never shared this before ever i'm publishing stories like frank shankowitz he never has shared what he shared with me and that is that's some of the most beautiful stuff that was left out of the movie. Same with uh, same with uh, William Paul Young with the shack. He said, you have an exclusive unpublished story. And I said, wow, blown away. And think about it. How many p times do we take the time to share our story with another human and say, you know, it was tough. It wasn't easy. And this is what I had to go through to become who I am. I didn't want to leave this planet and not have my son know my download. So I committed, if it's going to be important for me to my son, why wouldn't I make it a commitment for anybody I meet that I think is just a beautiful soul? So true. And I love how you keep bringing up the heart because a lot of people are unaware that, you know, the heart vibrates at 4,000 neurites more hmm. powerful than the, the brain or the gut, you know, out of the three brains. And so the more that we are aligned with our heart, what happens is, is we're putting out that vibration, the quantum field. And th that's when we start to have all the things show up with ease and grace and flow. Hmm. You know, you just actually caused me to think about another level of the SPH because of the heart. Mm. When your heart is in what you do for your clients and for yourself and your family, what happens? You don't have to work hard anymore. And working hard is actually a, a diminisher of SPH. It lowers how many smiles you have per hour. But if you're putting your heart in everything, you actually are attracting so much more value and, and so much more connection with people that they can't help but tell other people that this is the best person you could work with. And then it becomes effortless. You're not even working. It's like when you do what you love, it doesn't feel like a job. Well, if your SPH is high in what you do, you don't actually have to work that hard because it's going to take care of everything else. So true. And I love one of the other things you kept bringing up and, you know, cause I listen and I hear words that resonate with me and you kept talking about value and the value that you could bring forward. And it sounds like you've gotten really clear about your own personal values. And that's one of the things that I feel so sad about people sometimes is they don't take the time to really hone in and recognize, well, what are my values? What do I want to bring forward? And that's not stuff like authenticity and integrity. That's like, you know, what is my value? I love speaking. I love mm. teaching. I love traveling all over the world. And when, like you were just saying, when I'm connected to that, it shows up without me even working hard. Because mm -hmm. I love I have it. A, thank you. Thank you. I, I have a little tip for people that, um, Sometimes I feel like giving this is going to be one of those days I feel like giving it. So here we go. Okay. If you, if you want to increase your sales conversion, there's a question you can ask that will really change not only how many people want to work with you, but how high they want to work with you. And that question is, Sherry, what would it take? What, what would I need to do to make sure I got a five-star review from you before the sales appointment starts? What would it, what would it take for me to get a five-star review from you? What happens is there's so many things clicking in the brain right now and the heart because you're saying this person is really committed to me being happy. That's one. Two, there's an assumption that you're already working together. And three, and most importantly, you're saying if he hears me, what I'm about to tell him, I'm hiring him. If he really hears me, because that's what I want. I want that experience with this. And so I have found that that one question has really got, got a correlation to abundance, SPH, um, connectivity, testimonials, and everything. So it's really, really cool. Well, 
I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, I can feel my heart vibrating, really. <laughs> like literally, literally beating out of just, um, and I don't want to come to tears because I'm a very sensitive girl, but I really feel what you're sharing with this audience today. And I am super grateful for everything that you are just sharing with this audience. You know, it is amazing, Ken. So thank you so much. Well, I just cried yesterday, by the way. For the first time on my show, we did a memorial for Frank Shankwitz, and yeah. um, I didn't know I was going to do it. And uh, Andrea says, well, tell what Frank means to you. And when I did, I, I mean, I could do it right now again, but I, I actually lost my composure for probably about four minutes. He is such an amazing person. And when you have people like him inspire you mm -hmm. and get that dose of hope, you play at a, another level and you get to say if he can do it. And he is, his line in the movie was, if I can do it, anybody can be a hero. So true. And, you know, Frank Shakowitz is who endorsed my book, by the way. Oh, are you? Oh, man, that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, could you have a better person? <laughs> that is so fantastic. I mean, his ripple effect is, is, is incalculable. It is so crazy. I mean, I, I, the reason I cried also is because every time I was in an event and someone's, uh, someone would just get up out of the blue and say, I'm a wish kid. Yeah. Boom. You know, you get knocked over because you're like, Wow. That's impact. Every single time I saw him speak. Yeah, I was part of his memorial service that we did with, you know, his wife and Sharon mm -hmm. and all that. And I cried like a baby because <laughs> literally it's the same thing. Um, he had a near-death experience also. Right, and of course. When he first met me, he asked me what I had seen on the other side and, you know, what I had been given. And one of the things that we talked about was when I came back into the body. The only thing that spoke to me was every song that had to do with the hero. Every song that was ever written with the hero would show up in my moments and they would mm. speak to me directly. And so when it came to, you know, writing my book and publishing my book, he was just all like, Sherry, you believed. You continued to believe. And now you're bringing it forward into the world. Well, your, your chapter title and. I mean, it's so cool because of some of the words you use, like light and hero. And mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just seeing, like, um, give a hero a smile and you'll see the light. I mean, something because uh, that's kind of what you have is your journey. And, and also the culminating piece of hope, the dose, is that when you are a hero, you're smiling. When you see the light, you are actually in a hero mode like you're you're actually in the zone. It's crazy. Yeah, and I'm super, super, super happy that you brought Frank up. I wanted to ask you, so what was the reason that your movement became a 5013C? Well, I have to give credit to my executive director, Andrea <laughs> Miller, and the reason I'm here today. I mean, it, it, she's a phenomenal publicist, but even better, she's an executive director that really cares about the heart of gold that she's showing in her uh, <laughs> in her little, uh, what is that, a chat right there? Yeah. So. We made we made a book for her because she's been identified as a person who plays with a heart of gold, and she's been voted by her peers, her all the marketers, that she plays at the highest level with all her heart. So, um, I wouldn't have been able to do it myself. Uh, doing a five hundred one c that's uh, that's like asking me to do the accounting. I'm just not going to be able to do it. I'm a marketer and I'm a, a visionary, and so I think in general terms. But I was so thankful she did that because it allowed us to actually touch people that are abundant that want their money to actually go to more smiles, mental health, dental health, 
I mean, it, it's expensive doing a vision and a dream until it catches. And we are so excited that we get the privilege to actually honor people that cause smiles in the world and leaders specifically. Yeah, thank you so much, Eric Swanson. Of course, we we know the Mr. Awesome, Eric Swanson. He says, all high vibe awesomeness. Well, we gotta, I got to blow him a kiss. There you go, Eric. <laughs> Back at you, Eric. Yeah, Eric actually is a reason why we had a deeper connection with Frank. And also, we met so many beautiful. He, he brings 33 extraordinary leaders to his events. And, you know, he has been so supportive of the Key Smiling Movement. He is one of the heroes we have. And uh, we can't wait for his chapter to be actually put in the book, too. He's a great guy. And awesome. And awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome guy. I remember when I very first met you at Secret Knock, you know, just your enthusiasm and, you know, wanting to share more. And then later on, I mean, isn't that where you met Andrea as well? Is that that Secret Knock, that same Secret Knock? I did see her at uh, one of, I think the first one I went to, I met you and you met uh, me. I met, I met uh, just a lot of people there. I think Frank was there at that time, what? but I don't think Andrea was that particular time. I, I went to Secret Knock seven or eight times, I think. Andre was probably there about four of them at least. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember after you met her and then I went to a secret knock and and you were having everybody hold up cards. Yes. Yeah. You that know? was the yeah. that was the evolution. Yes. When I first got there, I hadn't met Barry Shore yet, who gave me the key smiling card. And, you know, that's that's actually the blessing is that you can get these cards from Barry Shore's website. You can get them from our website. But him handing me this card was the seven year journey of prayer after my mom passed that I said, you know, what am I supposed to do with my life? And when that card got, was given to me, it's, it sounds corny, but it, I always tell people it felt like that time in the blues brothers, when John Belushi sees James Brown uh, singing in the church and he says, I see the light. And that, and that's why when you say light, that is how I felt when I got this card, I felt like the light was turned on and it said, this is your purpose, brother. This is what you want to do with your life. You want to capture smiles. You want to share smiles. You want to rejoice and celebrate smiles. I mean, everything about smiles is love. It's acceptance. It's collaboration. It's welcoming. I mean, we don't have discrimination if we have smiles. It's that simple. Yeah. I'd like to say something about this. This is a little, this is a little hardcore. Can you imagine a cop having the worst day and whoever he's stopping, that's not going to be a good day for that person. But if that person smiled and said, Hey, officer, hope you're having hope you're having a good day or is there anything I can do to make your day better? You know what? That might shift it. And by the way, the other way around, guy who's being stopped, worst day in his life. And cop comes up and he smiles. And he says, hey, I'm not trying to give you a hard time, but I saw this. I just wanted to let you know. And he sees he's having a bad day. He says, just be careful. Like that kind of thing changes how we have these circumstances happen. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was going to ask. What happens to people when you hand them these cards? I mean, they can't oh. smile. <laughs> the word light is right. It's the right word. They light up. They light up. I, I mean, no matter. I had a security guard the other day at Johns Hopkins. I He was not the nicest guy. <laughs> he was giving us the riot actor and, you know, why are you here and all this stuff. And we were there to help the National Kidney Foundation. And when I was finished, I said, hello. I said, hey. And he says, yeah, like this. And I slid this card underneath the uh the security area and he grabbed it and he looked at it and he started smiling he says all right man <laughs> it was just so cool whoop, whoop. That's it. <laughs> you know, oh and you want to hear the sherry the funniest part and the best part of it is the next day when we went to do the second uh filming that card was on his uh monitor for people to see 
Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I got chills because I was like, man, it is a ripple effect. When you smile, you never know how far it's going to go. And if I hadn't gone the next day, it would just been, Hey, I made someone's day, but he's doing it every single person that goes by. And I guarantee you talks to him differently. Cause if he's got a key smiling message, he's now going to say, Hey, I hope you have a great day. I just need to ask you some questions. My gut, you know what, literally, you know what that says to me? When you say that, it's a reminder to you too, in the moment, mm -hmm. to tap yeah. into that memory, to milk the memory and that feeling in the moment that you just described. Yep. And the thing is, you get rewarded with all those beautiful chemicals. When you do that, it's not like anyone loses. Everyone wins with a, a smile. Yeah, absolutely. So how can people support the Keep Smiling movement and become an ambassador and even donate to this movement? Well, first of all, if they have an inspiring story, we do not charge for hope. So we ask for donations. If you go to the Keep Smiling movement, there's a donate button. And I made a decision a long time ago. If I'm bringing hope to the world, I'm not going to charge for it. I'm hoping that people that are abundant can say, you know what? This is a great movement. I believe in it. And they make donations, but it's free will. So that's a very important part. Anyone that writes a chapter in the Dose of Hope that qualifies, meaning they literally put themselves into the chapter and they put it out, it's about a $20,000 gift. I mean, it's not a, it's not one of those little gifts. This is 10 million downloads. I got to tell you, that's, that's, that's <laughs> most of the, that's most of the 20,000, but um, it's a legacy piece. Right. Second thing is if you get these cards and you just take a picture with one of the cards with a professional photographer and, or just a professional camera and send it to us in raw, you get to be in a book that we pick you in or that you want to write. All these things we do to help spread the word. I mean, a movement's alive when it's being spread. So we don't want anything to impede it. And believe it or not, if you have someone that has the most beautiful story and they're a dishwasher, they may not be able to afford to tell their story. We scholarship those people and we do it with donations. And I would say probably a good 20%, if not 30% of our books, we scholarship because we believe in the person. We believe the story is going to help them be, become more abundant. That's quite a commitment. And they're shocked. They're like, I can't afford to do this. And I said, I said, we, we got you. We want you to do the story. Yeah. Yeah. So how many, how can people get more of those cards? I want to find out how to, how to get those cards and hand them out myself. Yeah. We will make sure that if you connect with us or in the Keep Smiling movement, just hit contact or the number I gave you, we will make sure you get the cards. That is not an issue at all. Awesome. And, and we can send them virtually and then we can send them physically. So both. And by the way, they're in uh, 35 languages. Oh, wow. So we have, um, yeah, I don't have my book handy, but we have it. In, we have a book with uh, President uh, Vincent Fox, the uh, former president of Mexico. We have Lamborghini. And again, thank you to uh, people like Frank Shankowitz and Greg Reed and Eric Swanson, all those people connected us to really people playing at another level. They share their heart and we get to meet them and we get to connect them to their, their language, their, their culture. So um, if you want Spanish, Russian, uh, French, any of them, we have really the most popular languages already done. Oh, and you want to hear something funny. I right. don't know how to say, I don't know how to say this, Sherry. And if I hand yeah. this to someone that speaks Hindi, they will light up because it says, keep smiling. If I didn't speak any English and I came up to you and you can tell, I can't speak any English. I'm not, I'm, I'm, and I go like this to you. <laughs> I connected with you. Exactly. Exactly. And I love the fact that it says, keep smiling. Don't start. Keep. Yeah. I was going to tell you about, you know, I was thinking about your, your big monster book, Dose of Hope. And I was thinking to myself, well, shoot, you should get in the Guinness Book of World Records. We'll find out what that record is. It's, it's going to be a 10,000 page ebook and we're dividing it into 12 sections, 800 pages each. 
and uh, there will be a mystery 800 pages that never gets print, printed. So we're we're going to make it so the ebook is just as valuable as the printed books. That's spectacular. So I hear that you have a free gift for the audience, and I love gifts. <laughs> well, I've kind of alluded to most of them. So one free gift is they can get a template, and whether they get their book published or not, the template is a great exercise on how to download your story in a very organized way. It ends up to be about 2,000 words, 3,000 words. If they submit it, there's a high chance that we will want to adopt it and publish it and amplify it to the world. Um, every book, Every book that I have shown you plus many that I haven't shown you are available. I have, uh, I have books my son has done. Uh, they're called Kenny's Favorite Things and Kenny's Favorite Science Facts, Kenny's Riddles, Kenny's Joke Book. All these books we have uh, are available to people that want to contact us because if it brings them joy, then it's doing the job we wanted it to do. So I gather that your son's name is Kenny. He is. He is. Yeah. And people think he's named after me, but I am the junior. So he's named after my dad, who's a great man, mm -hmm. who taught me a lot about character and taught me a lot about being a great father. Oh, man, that's it's such an amazing model behavior that you're going to bring forward for your own son, planting those seeds of greater joy, greater happiness and how to align with that abundance in ourselves, you know, naturally. Do you know what uh, I my my big gift I gave to my son when he was three weeks old? What? Now, back then Facebook was a lot more popular than it is now. But uh, I gave him a Facebook business page, and I called it K three, which is he's the third Kenny um, K three Game Changer. So it's Facebook.com uh, forward slash K three Game Changer because I wanted Kenny to think of life as how he changes the game, and leaders always change the game. Now, good leaders change the game for good. That's beautiful. Beautiful. So for my podcast and for the live show, go ahead and speak your website so that people know how to get a hold of you. And then we'll also post um, your KenRichin.com website. Yes. And we'll, and you can, uh, Andrea will get you links so that people can get the books too. Cool. So it is www and uh, Barry would say, what a wonderful world. That's what www stands for. Uh, the keep smiling movement.com. And if you put Dr. Smiley at the keep smiling movement.com. And then my website is www.kenroshan.com. Thank you so much. I want to really thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here today on high vibe nation. I mean, you have really, you know, given that vibe of high vibe. I mean, everything you've shared is just touched my heart and raised my own vibration and my own smiles through the whole conversation. Let's Jerry play pool out. You know? <laughs> yes, indeed. Sorry, we can't you. wait to have your story part of this dose of hope. You definitely belong in there. You're, you're, you are the perfect leader to share with women and men alike that anything's possible. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And I want to thank each and every one of you for being on the show. As always, High Vibe Nation is here to raise the vibration of the planet and help you to step into the greatness that you truly are. You can find us on the web at thehighvibenation.com. You can find us on Instagram at thehighvibenation. <laughs> and what? One more? One more? On I'm ready. Facebook at the high vibration. There you go. And until next week, I am always live here on Facebook as well as all the podcasts, as well as YouTube every Wednesday night at five o'clock PM Mountain Standard Time. But Arizona does not recognize daylight savings time. And so on the 14th of March, 
we will stay and we will become Pacific Standard Time. This is huge. I mean, <laughs> who would have thunk? <laughs> who would have thunk? Awesome. Well, thank you. Everybody. I mean, that's enough of a reason for me to change my name from Ken to Vibe, just so that when you see me, you say, hi, Vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you nut. You nut. All right, everyone. Until next week, please create an amazing rest of the week. Bye now. From everybody here at the High Vibe Nation, we want to say thank you for choosing to raise your vibration. And of course, please like, share, and subscribe. If you need to find us on the web, check us out at www.thehighvibenation.com.